Hi, everybody. Hi there. You. This is Holly. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell them who they are first. You're listening to Halfway Saints. <laughs> this is Daniel, by the way. And Holly. <laughs> and Daniel always plays this game that he he says three, two, one, and doesn't click record like four times before we actually get to no, record. No, I click record. I just right click on it, so it doesn't actually start. <laughs> It's the worst. But I just hit record. I wasn't ready. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're just really thrown for a loop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I haven't thought about that for a long time. Yeah, I don't know if we've mentioned that. One time. No. What? No, we haven't mentioned it. We were, I forget why. It was I was talking to you like we were going to sleep and Holly said something or she like didn't respond to the question and i was like what are you talking about and holly just said oh i think i was just thrown for a loop because i was confused <laughs> just like obviously like half asleep putting random phrases together we used to play this game right before we would fall asleep when we were like first married and we would ask each other questions like what's your favorite ice cream color or <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite ice cream color Mint Brown, chip. <laughs> chip green. green. <laughs> we would, we would, no, we would back when we um didn't just fall asleep <laughs> immediately upon getting into bed. We would um, like do like questions to help Holly get to sleep. And sometimes I'd fall asleep yeah. too early, and so it'd be like, "What's question? your favorite dessert?" And sometimes um, I would fall asleep while thinking about it, and. <laughs> One time I, yeah, fell all the way asleep and then said, I think I was thrown for a loop. <laughs> I was confused. You also, one time I asked you, what, what's your favorite animal that you can ride on? Do you remember what your answer was? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was cake. <laughs> I think that uh. stuff like that is too funny for me. Like it's, and then oh, Holly, when she's half asleep, is pretty funny. Another time when I was still um, working on my master's thesis in grad school, I had been like up working on it and Holly went to bed first. And um, when I got into bed, Holly just, like rolls over and looks at me <laughs> sleepily and says, you didn't do any work. And then went right back to sleep. Just insult me and roll back over and go to sleep. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm sorry. Anyway. We're both here, both wide awake. Yep, doing great. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I am feeling so good. Well, people keep asking me. Because <laughs> I'm pregnant, so people oh, keep yeah. asking me how I'm feeling. Because you look really pregnant. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Sarah does not look pregnant at all. She's yeah. like a month farther along than me. I know. Gosh. But anyway. <laughs> um... Yeah, everyone asked me how I'm feeling, so I just thought I'd, you know, preemptively answer the question that I'm feeling great, everybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have so much energy because I'm in the second trimester now. Yeah, that's been great. And spring has sprung. Finally. And it's beautiful. Yesterday and today, the boys and I, and Daniel yesterday, um, spent the whole day outside, and it was amazing. It just was amazing. It was really great. And as of, like... Friday. I think Friday evening it was like in the 30s. And then like finally by the time Sunday rolled along it was a little warmer <laughs> in the 60s. <laughs> so we took advantage I mean, of it. the 60s are perfect. I was sitting outside today while we were at the playground and I was like, this is perfect. Like the sun on me is like warm, but I don't feel hot. Mm -hmm. 
it's like better than being inside because there's a, you know, there's wind that happens. There's a wind. <laughs> Sometimes I'm sitting inside and I say, this is comfortable, <laughs> but I don't feel any wind. No, there's a more dynamic yeah, temperature being, being understanding. Out, yes, being outside is nicer than inside when it's nice yes. out. <laughs> yes, and there are ducks flapping around, uh-huh. quacking. <laughs> doing, <laughs> doing what ducks will do. <laughs> Why do I say these things? Gosh. <laughs> it's because you don't talk to adults all day. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, man. Oh, but we also, this is our... Um, Second time experiencing spring because we went down to North Carolina right uh, after Easter mm-hmm. where it was springtime three weeks ago. <laughs> and that was so much fun. That was really nice. The boys got, and my parents have a, like, where we stay, we always stay with my parents. And they have such a big backyard and mm-hmm. a big front yard um, where we have, like, teeny, teeny, tiny yards here. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got to play outside and play baseball. We learned that Jack is really good at hitting the baseball. Yeah. Like, I mean, can like, actually hit it with like not like a real bat, but with like a, a standard wiffle. wiffle That's ball. a wiffle bat. It's a wiffle ball bat. Excuse me. Is that is it really wiffle ball bat? It's not wiffle bat. <laughs> no, it's a wiffle ball. But it's a bat. <laughs> but it's not a wiffle bat. I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that for the experts. I'm pretty sure it's a wiffle ball bat. That doesn't make any sense. It's a baseball bat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not a base bat. <laughs> All the, right, wiffle, well. the wiffle describes the ball. <laughs> Just like the base describes the ball? Yeah. What kind of ball is it? A baseball. Okay. Well, I'm I'm going to concede defeat. That okay. was good. That was good. <laughs> I wore you down. But Jack is really good at hitting it. He is, yeah. With a standard wiffle ball bat. <laughs> standard yellow wiffle ball bat. He can, like, if you throw it to him, he he hits it and hits it hard. Yeah. So and he's he's three and a half guys. I know he's almost. He's four, almost though. four. Yeah, I keep saying months. it, but he's yeah. really almost four. But he is. I forget that he's not even four yet. I know because he's a giant. He's very tall. Yeah, he's a giant. <laughs> <laughs> he's huge. He's, he's not, a monster. <laughs> he's not. He's very thin. He's but got he's chicken tall. legs. Yeah, he has <laughs> chicken legs. Um, but yeah, all of his clothes are five T, and they're like they fit him pretty well. It's not like they're big on him. Yeah. Anyway, anywho, we were impressed with them. We are, but we had a wonderful Easter. Yes. We haven't podcasted since Easter. I'm sorry, since everybody. Like a couple weeks before Easter. I'm sorry. We said we'd be better about it, but then Easter happened, and That's, we went down you know to North what? Carolina. So it's not our fault. <laughs> so last weekend, kind of our fault. Well, you've so Holly's also been very busy with work. I think like Saturday was the first day you didn't have to do work. Saturday, I did have to do work. Oh well, then this is why we're Saturday recording night. on a on a Monday night because normally yeah. normally we record on Sundays. Right. But yes, I have been very busy with work, um, which is really exciting. Um, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be busy. It's good to be busy. <laughs> it's good to be bringing in some money. Mm-hmm. But um, it I've been thinking a lot with the direction of my brand um and what i'm doing with my art and um just been thinking a lot about it and like i've been doing the my business arnie and irene for about four years now because i started it the september before jack was born and um like four and a half years now yeah isn't that crazy yeah it's a long time it is a long time (laughs) 
I almost cursed. <laughs> Why? That's a, a long, long, that's a long bottom time. <laughs> but, um, uh, it's a long time. And when I started the company, I really thought that like within a year I'd be huge. Like, not huge, <laughs> Mo- but modest. like, I mean, not international. Let's be real. I had high hopes for the company. And um, I just thought that because of, like, certain connections that I had, that, like, I, it was just going to, like, you know, blow happen. Up. It was yeah. just going to blow up. Um, and then four years later, safe to say, it has not blown up. It's do- I'm doing great. It survived four years, four and yeah. a half years. It's um, provided us with four and a half years worth of life. work and life. Yeah. <laughs> um, support. And so... Um, it's great, but it just got me thinking about like my perspective on like my progress, I guess. And I also have always had this, I don't want to say crippling cause it's really dramatic, <laughs> 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 but I've just been so, I always am so frustrated with myself for not being socially graceful. I mean, you did your face just no, like, oh yeah, you're no, no, no. <laughs> I'm interested to hear where you go with this. Um, I just like in conversations, I'm always, I mean, I it just happened like five minutes ago. <laughs> like, why do I say these things? And I'll say them in conversations that just don't, I don't know, it just doesn't, and I don't recover well the way that some women do. And I look at these women, I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're so graceful, you're so put together, like you. You handle yourself so well. Um, I don't know. And like, they just seem to ha- have it all together. It's just such a, cl- like, clangy term. <laughs> not, you mean a cliche? Not a, it's not a cliche, but it just doesn't mean as much as I want it to. I guess that, that is a cliche. But um, it's such an overused term. But that, like, um, I just was like... I'm just not there. I'm not there. And my business isn't where I thought it would be. And, um, I'm still, I'm still like actively figuring it out in mm-hmm. all, almost all aspects of life. Um, like in my business and in, uh, you know, social relationships and stuff. But then it hit me like last week that like all these women and when I also like the women I was looking at too, were like, successful um small business owners like creative small businesses Mm -hmm. who are wildly successful have lines of anthropology have like hundreds of thousands of followers on instagram who just make pieces and sell them the next day like sell out within 24 hours um and i'm looking at them like why don't why don't my things sell out why does why did i not have a huge following and I looked at them all and I'm like, oh, what do they all have in common? <laughs> they're all like over 40 years old. Um, and they're all just much, much older than than I am. Um, I'm only 28 years old. And it hit me that like, it's okay that I don't have it all together. That like, 28 years old is very young. When I hear like older women talking about their formation, like I was listening to a lot of um, interviews with these successful... Well, Older women, not old women. <laughs> Did I say old women? Oh my gosh. Old women in their forties and fifties. What I'm saying is that they, that they're the, 
They're great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, I shouldn't have thrown you off. It's okay. What was I saying, though? That um, they... I was listening to these podcasts yes. of, of older women and talking about their, like, formation and how they got to where they are today. And almost all of them are like, in my 20s, I had no idea what I was doing. It wasn't until I was about 35, 38, you know, like, around that age that mm-hmm. they, like actually hit anything of substance and um also all of these women in like my personal life that i'm looking to like you're so graceful you how how did you get all this and it's just like it just comes with experience yeah what i have to realize right now is that i what you said earlier like i don't have conversations with adults for the majority of the day so no i'm not going to be socially (laughs) graceful because I'm trying just to tell Jack not to say poop every other word all yeah, day long. That's true. <laughs> and, um, and sometimes all I could talk about is Jack and Blaze, mm-hmm. you know? And so to talk about anything of substance, my brain just like uh, malfunctions and doesn't really know what to do. And so it was just a good like kick in the pants to be like, you don't have it all together and that's okay. Just kind of embrace it and, and learn it every step of the way. Um, and it's been really refreshing to me because I think these, those high standards that I had four years ago were unattainable, obviously, because I didn't attain them. <laughs> <laughs> and I also just like waited for them to happen instead of actually like um, doing Going anything. after them. Going yeah. after them. And like, like yeah. And it took me four years to even think about that. <laughs> Maybe you should do something about it. Um <laughs> So I don't know, but having those high goals for myself four years ago was really like crippling and detrimental for me because um, I, I couldn't attain those things and I wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't be able to. And so it was, too, it was too hard for me to. So I felt I couldn't accomplish it. And so I was just constantly questioning why I can't accomplish it. And so now that I think that, hey, it's okay that it's not happening yet, makes me have more flexibility to like work on what... I can work on now. Yeah, because you really have, you can only work within like your current state or station in life. You can't be thinking 10 years down the road. That just doesn't, doesn't work that way because you have to be present in the moment now. Exactly. Um, something that I've not thought about, and I don't know why, but for me, I just see us as parents of young kids because we are and we have a new baby on the way. But I never really stopped to think that, like, you know, five, six years from now, we might be done having babies, you know, because we could have another two or three kids in the next, um, you know, next few years and discern that, you know, maybe that the young child part of our lives is kind of ending. Um, Which is crazy to me. Which is crazy. Yeah, because it's like there are little babies and and we'll just always have babies. But, like, yeah, that that's not always going to be what we're doing in our life you know at some point we're gonna have kids in high school and kids in college and I think I told you this I was reading some like um not advice column but thing in like the the catholic news website catholic philly blogosphere no it was on like the (laughs) archdiocesan uh news website and someone wrote in for advice that the parents had different prayer styles and they didn't know what to do with the kids because one wanted to do it this way, one wanted to do it another way. 
Um, but one of the parents, the, the father's name was Blaze. And for me, it's just like, that's a little boy's name. <laughs> that's our little boy's name. But like, Blaze is going to be a grown up and Blaze is going to be an old man someday. And mm-hmm. our role as parents is going to be something different that comes with different responsibilities and different, you know, different graces. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to get different graces when you're parenting a high schooler than when you're dealing with a little kid or a, a toddler or an infant. Um, so just mm-hmm. totally forgot about that part of it. <laughs> like for me, it was just like, have babies. Like, good. I can handle diapers. I can yeah. handle that. Um, surprise poops in the bathtub. We can handle oh that thing. <laughs> Guys, that happened last night. Blaze just all of a sudden picks his hand up from under the water and says, here you go. <laughs> big old pizza poop in his hand. You know, I was in t- thinking about like um, learning from experience. We like immediately like grabbed it and flushed it. I feel like that, like, <laughs> like maybe a few years ago, we would just been like too shocked to do anything, but it was like, we did pretty well, I think. We were like, grabbed it, flushed it, like, get the kids put the out. Plug down, pull the kids out. It was like tactical response team for one, one, <laughs> one fluid motion. <laughs> yeah. Oh um, my gosh. Grossest thing ever. <laughs> gosh. Oh, and then when I was, um, <laughs> place has been really big into um, remembering things. Yeah. So I'll just randomly be like, remember when this happened? And like later that night, I was putting Blaze and Jack to bed and I was, um, reading with them and praying with them and blazes like remember when i pooped in the bathtub <laughs> like yeah blaze i remember it's like 30 minutes ago yeah blaze can't for- <laughs> forget about it if i tried wish i didn't remember that um anyway but at some point unfortunately that part of our lives will end we'll move on to another one and it's we might we might look and be in a different state of life and things might look much differently like, we, we just have a tendency to focus so narrowly on what we have right now mm-hmm. that we don't think about what happens a few years down the road. This is kind of like the opposite problem that I was having. Yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were just expecting it to be there without the the kind of, for lack of a better term, the work that goes into it, the experience. and Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was just was expecting to already have it with it. Like, I thought that all those women already had it. Like, mm-hmm. just were born with it. Maybe yeah. it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what it is. You don't use Maybelline, so. <laughs> but um. Oh. <laughs> but seriously though, that like I just thought that it was just like an innate thing, but the beauty of it and uh, like what you're saying is that like we're receiving graces at every point of mm-hmm. our life, and so as we take those in and like let those form us, we will become who we're supposed to be which sounds lame <laughs> no <laughs> but we'll be, not everything's got to be a gem you, know you can just say boring old cliches sometimes no but you know what cliche i love right now <laughs> <laughs> what being fully alive we that's not be, a cliche that's but we should be saying that phrase much isn't more that often saint Irenaeus or someone i mean well jesus said it <laughs> Like, for you to have life to the full. Yeah. Well, there was another, there was a quote that they used for the world being of families or something. That oh, like, the family, f- oh, what was it? Family <laughs> fully alive. Yeah. Something. Love is our mission. <laughs> a family fully alive. That know, was the but, motto. Right, but oh. it came from a larger quote that I'm oh. not remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw it was on the doors at um, Annunciation. Oh, like the poster? No, uh, they have a, they have a, 
at this parish we were at on Sunday. Blaze was in the back because he was upset because he threw his toy. And um, uh, they had this frosted window, frosted glass oh, yeah. portrait thing mm-hmm. of, I think, the Martin family. Okay. And it said at the bottom, no, no, it was the portrait of uh, Pope Francis. Hmm. And it said at the bottom, love is our mission, the family fully alive. Right. So that's why I remember that. <laughs> and that's why I really wanted to. So like, I saw it yesterday. <laughs> Okay, what were you saying? <laughs> I forgot. Oh, that when when we receive these graces oh, and let them form us, that's when we be, when we can become fully alive. Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I, that's your cliche of the week. Yeah, and well, because I was listening to a podcast by Three Dogs North, and they were saying how it's Jesus who um, lets us be fully human, mm. and it's in Jesus that we are fully human. I was like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yes. Um, it's, it's, so Holly and I were talking, I think on Saturday, um, we both like kind of independently, or we realized we'd both been independently thinking about getting older and like time passing. And I've had Landslide by, um, Fleetwood Mac stuck in my head. (laughs) (laughs) That's the song that plays when you're looking at old pictures. Oh yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Um, but cause I am turning 30 this year, so I actually am getting old. Oh my God. He's only going to be 29 this year. In um, a month, you guys. Look out. Uh, you'll be 29 a month. Yeah. I won't be 30 till September. <laughs> so don't worry. Okay. I'm still a happening guy in his 20s. <laughs> um, but think about getting older and like, I don't know, if 30 is like, for me, it's like your first like adult milestone. Like you don't really care about turning 20. Yeah. It's kind of like you're not 21 yet and you've, you've been 18 you're for two college. years. Yeah. yeah. Um. But just, like, realizing I'm getting to, like, an adult age milestone mm-hmm. just been kind of got me thinking about, like, kind of like what you were saying, like, what I thought I would be doing at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remembered, like, in college, I had, like, a distinct memory of, like, being at, being at the gym in college and, like, listening to music and realizing, like, you know what? I'm never going to be in a famous band. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that was the day that that daydream died. <laughs> And now it's kind of sad. Now, like, my daydream while I'm, like, working out listening to music is, like, maybe I could form, like, a really cool cover band. Oh. <laughs> That's oh, popular in the, in the region. <laughs> Regional acclaim. Oh. <laughs> but it's really just, I'm not going to do that either. It just entertains just me. It entertains me while I'm yeah. trying to exercise for another 10 minutes. <laughs> um, but just, like, you know, thinking of, like, leaving lack of a better word, like leaving a legacy or like, what do I want to do with my Mm -hmm. life? And like, also what you're saying, like, I'm only going to be 30 and I've always wanted to write. Some writers don't start until they're 40 or 50. Yeah. Um, So in thinking about that, like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't, at this point, I don't think I'm going to have like a spectacular career. I'm going to become well-known in my like career. Mm -hmm. Like I may, you know, move up a couple of spots, but I don't think I'm going to be, like, setting the academic world on fire. Um, so I'm thinking that I really I return to a thought that I've had before of just, like, what if I'm not special? You know, like, what if I don't achieve anything? Mm-hmm. What if it's, you know, I'm not famous, I'm not, I don't start some awesome ministry that does all this stuff. What if I am just average forever? And that's okay. 
Like mm-hmm. I don't even even to the point of like what if what if it's not even because I feel like when people say like oh I don't need to be famous but they also think I'll just be like an inspiration to everyone around me. Like I'm not gonna be famous but there people are gonna be like oh yeah I remember him and he was such a great person. Like what if I don't even get that? Mm. What if it's just like oh yeah I remember him and there's nothing special about it. What if that happens, Holly? <laughs> what do I do? I don't think that that is something that could be like what you're saying would be like okay but like but but wait because you should be shining the light of christ i'm saying what if i even am not good at that oh well then that's a problem no 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 okay it's not (laughs) (laughs) well you've got to be what if i don't succeed it's important to to desire that and to try to do that but you don't necessarily need to be successful in that we're called to we're not called to we're not called to achieve success by worldly measures, you know? Yep. Like, it may not turn out that, like, anyone I've talked to ever, like, converts, you know? Yeah. But that's not the goal of it, you know? Yeah. Like, what like, if the goal, of the, the goal of me loving, I love someone independent of the fact, independent of whether or not me loving them will lead them to Christ, you know? Like, that's yeah. my intention, yeah. but that's not, that's, you know... It's their role to do that. Yeah. And it's, I mean, like, the verse from the gospel reading yesterday was, like, not the gospel, the second reading, Mm -hmm. um, was, like, the world hated him because, or the world will hate you because it did not know him. Something along those lines. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But along that, like, um, you don't have to be it's okay if everybody hates you because sometimes that that's what happens whenever, um, I'm not even saying everybody I know, hates I know, you. I'm I saying know. what if you're not spectacular? What if yeah. you like, I'm just saying that there's like a precedent for like, yeah, it's okay if you don't convert everyone that you know, because right. there's this. My, okay. My point is that like, what if you're just totally average? Yep. And that, and, um, despite you making me think that that's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or trying to convince me of that. I'm sorry. Is that, um, it really is okay because our our worth and our value is not determined by any kind of external judge. Like mm-hmm. our value comes from being lovingly made by God and being um, co-heirs with Christ. Like that's where our value comes from. Yes. And it's not dependent on being successful at anything we do. Yes. So, I- you know, at the end of my life, if it's, you know, at my funeral – no one, no one has any like great stories or really anything, anything inspirational to say about me. Like, that's okay. Yes. Because that's not my goal. My goal is to love and to serve the Lord throughout my life. Yes, I understand. <laughs> I'm sorry for taking that away, but I think that that is a very good point. That like your heart for God is all that matters, mm-hmm. and your success in any like any worldly good. Even like um, some is not even success like within the eyes of the church, you know. Yeah. Like there are priests who never they don't become bishops. They stay at maybe some small parish and attendance drops, and it's just kind of nothing spectacular happens, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's you know, and I'm not saying like fruit does come from sincerely loving the Lord and loving those mm-hmm. around you, but that fruit does not. Um, in your like individual life does not require some measure of success. 
Yes. I think that inherently, like what I think I like struggle with a little bit is that inherently like good fruit will come from a, a, a heart on fire for the Lord, you know, in, in an eternal consequence. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> in some kind of eternal consequence. What? <laughs> Because, okay, I think that having a heart on fire for God and, like, having a true desire for God and, um, like, you're saying, like, it's the, it doesn't matter, like, your, the outcomes as long as your, like, heart is good mm-hmm. in a way. That I think if your heart is that good and that pure, then you won't necessarily be average just, like, because one does not equal the other, you know? Yeah, but then I think I would disagree. I, the Lord doesn't promise us any kind of accolades or achievements, you know. But I don't mean in like achievements and like a like. Uh, most people might recognize that within you, you know. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean that your success is based on that recognition. No. So say yeah. so say you're you're a Christian in some part of the world that's hostile to to Christianity and you really go out there and you love them as hard as you can, but no one pays you any attention and you die without ever achieving anything. That's still a a good Christian life. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see. (laughs) I think just the, I don't know. I think my point is, even if that may not be what happened, that's kind of what we ought to expect, you know? Yeah. We should not go out. Seeking the results. Yeah. Before caring about what's what's right. first and i think understanding that my my reason for going out and doing this and my the value in loving others and sharing christ's love with others lies in that in that love and sort of in itself not yeah. in what it does yeah you know? totally understand it's kind of like you give money to somebody and they squander it or use it on something sinful it doesn't matter it doesn't yeah i mean it matters for them but for yeah. you the, the act of charity is what is what matters. Yes, that's a great example. I'm sorry for if I derailed you at all. No, I just okay. just wanted clarity. But um I think that ties into what you were saying to me earlier about the Eagles. The Eagles? Oh, yeah. yeah. So since football season doesn't start until <laughs> September, um Luckily, the, like, Philadelphia Eagles, the team, like, Facebook page has been putting together, like, a lot of great videos. And there's a full, like, 45-minute long season recap. And so I watched half of it at the gym today. But there's one scene where um, I think it's McLeod, one of the the safeties um, on the team. Or maybe he's a quarterback. Anyway, he... It's like the huddle before the game, and he's, like, getting everyone hyped up. And he, he he asks everyone... I say he asks, he shouts to everyone, <laughs> like, what's your, what's your why today? Like, show him what your why is, like, why you're here. He says, like, everyone's got a reason for being here. Like, is it making money? Is it providing for your kids? He says, for me, it's about respect. So every down, every time I go out there, every time we play, that's my why. And he says, when we do that, we're going to be, like, walking off the field winners. And, like, I'm not one to be, like, really um, inspired by like sports things like it's a little inspirational but like 
This year's Eagles team was very inspirational. Just I like mean, things that like come on. Nick Foles has said and um, just the whole team. But just realizing how like how very close that is to like the little way of St. Therese mm-hmm. and with um, St. Jose Maria's um, understanding of life and work and doing everything to the fullest extent for the glory of God. Um, that like it's easy on the football field to break it down into like, I'm trying my best at this, but like in our lives, every instance we're called to like love fully, to follow Christ fully, to fix our eyes on him. And it's like those little like victories throughout the day that kind of get you through to the other side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that it's, you know, it's a little different because they won the Super Bowl. So. <laughs> <laughs> but just, like, remembering your why. Like, why am I doing this? And I think that helps to keep your eyes fixed on Christ and helps you to, to live accordingly. I love connecting it to St. Jose Maria Escriva. I was telling Daniel earlier that, like, he just had such a high standard, but in a really good way that, like, Kicking the pants is my. It's, your, it's also it's my also your phrase, phrase of, the of the week. What's what's my real one that I told you the other night? Oh, I forget. Oh, at length. <laughs> <laughs> you have been saying that a lot. We have spoke at length about this, but um, Saint Jose Maria will give you a kick in the pants for mm-hmm. to like get get stuff done, you know. And I just love, I love that a lot. And I think sometimes. A lot of times in my mind, like in my like daydreaming and my like, what am I doing? What's my why? What's like, you know, I mean, obviously top, top is, is Jesus, God, you know, like pursuing the Lord. But a lot of times my focus is like well, my business, like, oh, what am I doing here? Like, um, should I focus on this? Should I focus on that? Um, how could I grow this part of the business or you know, this, this, and that, how could I be more efficient? Where I'm like, my number one um, earthly goal here is mothering these children. And like, how can I do that better? And sometimes I kind of forget, I put that below the business, just in my mind, Mm -hmm. like my, what's the word when you're like? Priorities? Just my mind space. Like, <laughs> oh, mind space. <laughs> There's a word for it. <laughs> what? I don't know what it is. I'm wasting too much brain power on my business mm-hmm. um, where I should be spending more. Like in perfecting, I'm like perfecting so many things within myself for my business where I need to focus more of that on my, on like being a mother. Mm-hmm. Um because I, that's my vocation to, to you and to the boys. Um, and so to kind of prioritize that in my mind space. <laughs> <laughs> you got to sort out your mind space. But I think, like, just coming back full circle a little bit to what I was talking about before, just, like, <clears throat> this overwhelming feeling for the past week, week of, like, the Lord just telling me, like, it's okay that you aren't perfect. Mm-hmm. not like it's okay if it takes me a long time to do whatever it's okay if I need to learn a lot of patience with the boys you know and it's okay if I flub through every conversation for a whole whatever 
And it's okay if you never fix any of those things. Yeah. Like you have like you have to be okay with that. You know, I think that's like yeah. kind of like a true measure of humility. Like to know at every moment that that Jesus loves you fully, no matter mm-hmm. what you do, no matter what the outcome. In fact, you'd be an utter complete failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't Gotta think be, that who this... was it? Sorry, who was it who talked about being a fool for Christ? Was it um, Thomas Aquinas? No, he was the dumb ox. I don't Someone know talks about being a fool for Christ. I forget where. I should read them. Because I did not expect for this conversation to be a lesson in humility. <laughs> but I feel like, oh my gosh, there are so many conversations with, man. What? <laughs> I need to be more humble. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I keep learning it again and again, and I hate it. Every time I'm like, oh, I think I'm really touching on something here. It's like, be humble. <laughs> Get more humble. What were you about to say? I remember a conversation that you and I had, like, probably more than a year ago, where I was like, I really think that I'm called for greatness. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think that I should do this, this, and this, and that. And you were like, I think that you need to just be humble. <clears throat> I think that all of those, <clears throat> I think all those things are actually the Lord telling you to just stop worrying about all this. Like, all the anxiety that I was having about um, self-confidence issues and stuff is just saying to not worry about it and just yeah. be humble and, and not care. And it's not to say that you couldn't, you know, achieve something great. Like God works through human beings, mm-hmm. but it's not anything that we do, you know, yeah. it's not any, it's not really our glory to have once it comes. That is good. And I think it's like, I forget where I heard it, but someone said that like a martyr is already a martyr before they die because they have the desire to to follow God completely even to death. So it's not the act of martyrdom is kind of a result of their outlook, you know? Yeah. Like they've already said yes to it before. Yeah. I started laughing just then because... So I was talking about martyrdom? No. (laughs) Because I was going to say that that uh, homily from yesterday when he was talking about martyrs... Um, I was trying to think of the words and I was like, oh, it like really shook me. I was like, oh, it got me shook. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> so sorry for laughing through that. But <clears throat> my voice is breaking. I don't know why. It's okay. I don't have it's the, the humility. It's the humility coming in. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, um, we like visited a different parish yesterday because the boys were in moods yeah. and they were not going to last until our regular mass time. So we went to an earlier one and um, the the priest was talking about the martyrs in, oh crap, I'm going to be really ignorant. What, where is it happening? Was it, it was either Syria, it was like with Syria ISIS. ISIS, Syria, I think, or Egypt. Yeah. Well, I think they're Coptic, but they may have been in Syria. Okay, so like ISIS um, murdering so many Christians and like he like kind of went through it a little bit graphically, but using good vocabulary so it wouldn't scare off the little children. But I was trying to like put myself in that place. Like, what would I do if I was kneeling in a desert or wherever they are and someone was behind me like asking me to pay tribute to Allah instead? Like, I think I would, I think I would stay strong. But it it got me shook. I was like started to feel a little bit of panic inside, because I 
I hated it. I just hated it. So I think that that was a very good homily from yesterday because they like, I can't stop saying the word shook. It really shook me. It really like woke me up to, I don't know. And then this week, sorry, I'm just, it's like I had a Coke or something. <laughs> it's really chatty. Um, this week, putting the boys to sleep, I don't know what it is. I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> I I love putting Blaze to sleep. Do not like putting Jack to sleep. Jack is a is it's it? just a hard he's just a hard kid to put to sleep. And it, he frustrates me a lot and he knows that he frustrates me, so he will push my buttons and stuff, but lately I've been like, You're only gonna be this little for so long. And I'm only gonna be able to put you to sleep for so long. And so I've just been like Tonight I kind of grumbled because he wanted me to put him to sleep instead of you. Oh, you but, f- no, no. You full out fought it. <laughs> okay. I've done it for the past like four nights, okay? <laughs> okay. Can only do it it's joyfully for so long. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But it also, you it was supposed to be your turn. But <laughs> <laughs> but it has been a nice like refresh um, for me just as a mom to like just to joyfully look at them. And just to remember that they're so little. They're not going to be this little for that long. I don't know. It's just been a, it's, it's been nice. Uh, uh, what does that have to do with martyrdom? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that it, it really, like, awakened me to, um, like, the reality of following Christ. Like, yeah. This is, like, not just for my good for today or anything. It's, like, for my eternal good. Mm-hmm. I want to be with Jesus, you know, yeah. in heaven. And even those, like, difficulties and things that we don't want to do can become joys when we look at them. Yeah. In the perspective. Just, just, like, really loving Jesus mm-hmm. really well and um, seeing Christ in them and seeing, I don't know, just, like, real love. I don't know. I don't really know how those connected, but... <laughs> Somehow in my mind space they did. <laughs> so, um, well, here I think I, I think I can tie it all in. Let's see. So the like what you called like social grace yeah. earlier, I think might be. I think part of that might be kind of like. An acceptance of who you are and knowing that, like not to, put words in your mouth, but I think part of the reason you get kind of like, um, flummoxed, flustered. I think flummoxed is a better word, <laughs> is that you're like trying to, trying to impress whoever you're talking to. You want to sound polished and put together because that's what's important in that conversation mm-hmm. where what is really important in that conversation is listening to that other person mm-hmm. and to like loving them well. Yes. Um, and I'm not just saying you do that. I do that too. And like, I think maybe part of like what you desire and what I desire is to just be more fully conformed to Christ, you know? And like, when you're not worrying about that, if you're just interested, like, Oh, Hey, here's that person. I'd really like to talk to them. Like I want to let know I'm thinking about them. You don't have all that other stuff in your mind space going on, you know, (laughs) too much in my mind space. That's what the problem is. But yeah. So if my, if my focus is on loving Christ, then it, all of this other stuff, diminishes you know yeah like how am i how am i loving christ today how am i loving my family today how am i showing god's love to those around me if that's my priority then worrying about what i'll be remembered for if i'll be remembered or anyone will even um not care 
not that they wouldn't care when I die, but like not, you know, remember me as some great person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And mm-hmm. I think like that just speaks to the dignity of the person too. To, to just like look at that person as a person mm-hmm. instead of like, what do you need to hear from me? Oh, let me tell you. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah, we could all use a little more humility. It all comes back to humility. It does. Um, yeah, so let's do it. Do it this week. Let's be yeah. super humble this week. <laughs> <clears throat> We're going to be fully alive. We are. That's what I'm going to do. That's go what for. that phrase said. We're going to put that poster up. We're <laughs> yeah. going to do it. Um, uh, no, I think that this was good. I learned a lot. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us on. Holly's uh, self-exploration hour. <laughs> no, but I think this is this is good because we had a topic that we were both thinking of, and I think we kind of got to delve deeper into it and see some things behind it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The Lord works like that sometimes. Sometimes. Pretty crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have any feedback for us, any questions or comments, please send us an email at halfwaysaintspodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at halfway underscore saints, and you can like us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And if you'd like, you can give us a rating on iTunes. Oh, that's great. That's great. Which that's... is also good and right. <laughs> I. <you laughs> it's it's I. <laughs> uh, no, because then that makes uh, the more ratings you have, the more likely you are to show up in a search. So yep. then more people will see us. Yeah, that would be great. So we'll see you next week. Yeah, please um, pray for us and know that you are in our prayers as well. Bye, everybody. Bye.